It's the Pre-W Smith Show with Jeff Sloan, ahead of the Paul W. Smith Show at 6 on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back to the Pre-W Smith Show. Now turning our attention to an interview we had a chance to do last week when we guest hosted the Guy Gordon Show, that interview being with Nick Manis, reporter for Cranes. And that interview was all about highlighting some tech trends that if you're a business owner or perhaps even just as individuals that we need to be aware of that are going to be hot in 2023. And we've got highlights from that interview for you now. All right. Listen, uh, in January, we do a lot of things. Take stock, focus on our resolutions, look ahead. Well, in the department of looking ahead, in the category of looking ahead, we have the opportunity now to talk to a guy who's done some looking into what we can expect in business tech trends in the year ahead. What's going to dominate in 2023 covering it for us nick mains you've uh, published an article in cranes that gives a look at what's ahead but happy to have you on with us thanks Treps. pleasure to be here yeah great to have you. we get a chance to talk to you from time to time it's always good to talk to you and this is not only interesting but for many in the business sector really mission critical kind of information how about if we run down nick the list of a few of these highlights uh, from your list if you would Sure thing. And, you know, top of the list, and, you know, I don't think it can be repeated enough is, is cybersecurity. Yeah, wow. Cybersecurity, cybersecurity, cybersecurity. Yeah. Um, you know, it would have dominated the, the top of the list in 2022, and it would have dominated the list in 2021, and, you know, it will in 2023 and in 2024 and beyond. Uh, you know, this is an issue that's, that's been prevalent for years and isn't going away and is only becoming, you know, playing a more outsized role, you know, at, Almost every interview I, I do, I ask, you know, an executive what's keeping them up at night and cybersecurity is at the top of the list. Yeah, I mean, this Pretty is much it, without fail. Absolutely. When you whether a small business, by the way, it's hitting small businesses more and more and more. Most think it's ah, that's a big corporation issue. But the reality is small business is getting hit significantly now because it's easier to infiltrate small businesses. And look, it, the, the kinds of deleterious and nefarious actions range from phishing where you put your email in and, uh, you know, they're able to use your email address, they're able to get your passwords and all this kind of stuff. It's bad enough. But ransomware, where they literally seize your company's critical digital assets and say, listen, if you don't pay up, you don't get your business back. So this is this has become really critical stuff, and lots of businesses paying the price these days. Absolutely, I mean, you know, by and large, you know, it's you know, this isn't new, but more and more people are saying, you know, that it's it's really not a matter of if for them that, that they suffer some sort of data breach or, or cybersecurity breach, but a matter of when. And so it's really about mitigation, risk management. What are your mission critical things? What are the things that you you know maybe aren't as mission critical? That, that, you know, when you, you do suffer that unfortunate data breach are yeah. things that, that are not as, as critical for, for your business. A, 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 absolutely. And to your, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. And, ahead. and to your point, oh, no, no problem. And to, and to your point about, you know, small businesses, you, you're absolutely right. And, uh, and for, for this piece, I, I, I reached out to, uh, to a CEO of a, of a local cybersecurity company here in Detroit, Adaya Security, and, uh, and Raphael Matone, their, their CEO, said that increasingly what they're seeing is that small and mid-sized businesses fighting for contracts and such, what they're having to do is show that they have these controls in place. It's becoming increasingly you know, something that they have to have in place in order to win business and uh, stay on a path to growth. Yeah, indeed. I mean, another example, look no further than former Governor Rick Snyder, now back yep. in the in the private sector, starts up a business of his own. What does he start? What is he excited about? What is he focused on? 
He starts a business <laughs> delivering cybersecurity to businesses. And so, uh, yep. you know, there's an endorsement that that's an area that you put, you put it number one at your list. I think you nailed it. Let's move on to number two. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, something that, that we have seen, particularly in this later half of the year, and uh, probably will see much more of in, in 2023, is layoffs within the tech sector. Obviously, the tech sector had a bunch of really good years, you know, all the way through, uh, through 2022, or at least, you know, into 2022. And, you know, the environment that's hurting, you know, much of the rest of the economy is also, uh, you know, hurting the, uh, the tech sector at the moment. And, co- you know, companies that, that staffed up for a number of years are having to, uh, to now shuttle down, essentially. And uh, I think it's Crunchbase that's been tallying that. And there's been nationwide something like 91,000 jobs lost in the tech sector as of the uh, middle of last month. Here in Metro Detroit, you know, we don't have as much of a big tech presence, so we haven't necessarily felt it as in such a pronounced way. But there have been uh, been a few examples. Late last month, we broke the news that the Auto Books, a uh, uh, a company that, that enjoyed a lot of growth for a number of years, uh, a startup financial technology company, was cutting positions. And I'm sure we'll see a little bit more of it. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. You know, the, the fundraising yep. environment is not kind at the moment. So, you know, if you, if you can't raise money, you got to uh, you got to make what you have last longer. Absolutely. Now, number three, I think, is really interesting on your list. Employee monitoring. That's a tricky one. Yeah, um, it, it is. And, you know, I think in some instances it was going on well before the pandemic. But, you know, the, the rise of, of work from home during the pandemic led to more employers Installing software on company laptops and uh, and devices that that allow them to track employees' productivity, essentially. All right, and then uh, in a few minutes we have left. Just running through a couple more. This next one is uh, it's hard to get your arms around. Is an interesting way to say it. The amorphous metaverse. It is. It is. Uh, you know, obviously. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, a Facebook slash Meta, has made uh, made a big deal of uh, of the metaverse. You know, naming the company, you know, or branding the company after that, and uh, saying that that's you know that their new focus. So far, that hasn't played out much in any uh, in any tangible way that I see. In fact, there's been a lot of pullback recently, you know. It it hasn't quite gotten out of the blocks like they hoped it would. It hasn't delivered the kind of experience necessary, at least at this level, to really command the attention and retention of users who are giving it a shot. But nonetheless, millions of dollars being spent by companies to secure their territory in the metaverse and lots of business already taking place in the metaverse, marketing going on in the metaverse. It's for real. I think it's one of these things, you know, if you remember, you liken it back to the beginning of the Internet. Uh, the Internet wasn't so cool in the early going either. It's kind of a clunky experience, to say the least. <laughs> this this metaverse thing, you know, you talk about kids living on their phones, living in their social media world, living in their virtual world. The metaverse is is for real. It may take a little longer than those that have invested in it and so on hope, but nonetheless, very much for real. Okay, machine learning, artificial intelligence. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, you know, again, nothing nothing new. And, you know, so much of, you know, what we see as we go from year to year, you know, there's nothing necessarily brand new. But, but you know, things like artificial intelligence are only going to become more pronounced. Companies are only going to look to find cost savings in ways that they can by using artificial intelligence. And I suspect that we'll see a whole lot more of that in, in 2023. And, uh, and there'll be constant ways to look for new applications for it. You know, it's important to have lists like this at the beginning of the year. It sets a perspective, sets some context for what businesses need to pay attention to and be focused on. 
maybe learn new skills that need to be learned, the new applications, the new channels, the new ways to protect your business, all of these things. You covered it really well. Nick Maines from Cranes, we appreciate you being on very much. Thanks a lot, Nick. Thanks so much, Jeff. Okay, we're headed to a quick break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show.